0: Okay. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Complete Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Campbell, and we are really excited tonight. We're going to get a lot of laughs in. We've got a great uh, comedian here. He's all the way from South America, originally. Uh, This is Hector Rivas, uh, all the way from Venezuela. He makes Vancouver, BC his home now, but uh,
1: we are thrilled to have you. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, Hector. This is going to be great. Hey, no, thanks so much for having me, Darren. I think, yeah, it's going to be fun. I do have to say now I'm remembering remembering that uh, you did did talk to me about sending you a bio. I didn't do that, so I just want to apologize about that. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a journey. Yeah, (laughs) it will be a journey. Uh, I got a chance to see
0: Hector a couple of weeks ago at a really great comedy club called the Anza Club. Uh, they do a, a little comedy night there. I think there was eight comedians that night, and uh, we had fun. Uh, how many shows do you think you do uh, on a weekly basis uh, out and around the community?
1: On a weekly basis, I would say maybe between three and five shows a week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's Probably awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, this was uh, this was a fun night, and we were really
0: glad to get an opportunity to see your show and then get a chance to chat with you after say let's uh let's get a podcast together let's do this and and uh, we'll have a lot of fun uh i love that uh you talk a lot about the differences between venezuela and canada and i don't think a lot of canadians know a lot about venezuela i don't think uh it's it's uh taught too much in the schools we're not really familiar with it so Tell the viewers and listeners a lot of the uh, very funny, interesting differences between Venezuela and
1: Canada. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, how can I put this on word? Well, Venezuela is like Canada. Uh, exactly like that. People are the same, you know, polite and nice. It's just like uh, so. Yeah. Venezuela is like Canada, only that warm and fun. That's how I put it to people. Okay. You know, like <laughs> if you really want a fun and warm place, go to Venezuela. But, you know, people are the same. They are nice and polite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um what other things I have to say about Venezuela? Um well hey, uh like I like I said that night to you and uh and your friend, um a lot of lo- I really like the beautiful British Columbia. And like I always tell people, like this is by far my favorite kind of Columbia, if you know what I'm saying, Darren. <laughs> right. um, so Yeah, I uh, know. Hey, uh, Venezuela, I mean, it's what differences I tell you uh, what I I tell what I can tell. Well, hey, I do tell you this. uh, I don't know why, but I feel like people in this in this country smokes a lot of weed. That's what I think. You know, like, I don't know. They think like we Venezuelans, you know, cocaine and, you know, all this on the- on the news, but I do think like you guys are podcasts, that's for sure uh <laughs> and i and I respect that for sure, like there is yeah
0: <laughs> that's good, that's good uh i I know you you talked about uh being sort of surprised that we have four seasons here. I heard there's uh not four seasons in Venezuela necessarily,
1: yeah, no, that is exactly right. you're right, hey, uh, like I tell people like, hey, you here you live through all these changes. Like here, you have like summer, winter, you know, rain, depression. Um, But you know where I'm from. We only get two seasons. Uh, we get the summer season and we get uh, the kidnapping season. Uh, <laughs> and just so you know, we're still in the middle of the kidnapping season. And, and I, you always tell people, hey, because of climate change, it is very likely that if you go on Venezuela through, you know, in the middle of the kidnapping season, it is very likely you still there a little bit more because, you know, climate change. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Nice. That's great. That's hilarious. Uh,
0: and and I, uh, I heard that you were surprised at the difference between the dogs that you see in Venezuela and the dogs you see uh, around here in B.C. in the
1: lower mainland yeah. so hey, um, like for me, it's just impressive here. Uh, I don't know how it's in Ontario, uh, but like here in b c, like in the West Coast, like every single dog is next to an owner, and that's just fantastic to me. Like even the homeless dogs, they are next to the homeless and they know they're kind of homeless that they are, you know, like they know who's their homeless. Um, like back home, you know, we, uh, all our dogs are out there in the wild, and I, you know, like, and people think this is bad because you know, uh, Darren. I have to tell you, like, I, I, I hang out with this lady, you know, like me on my Tinder life, and uh, and this lady, you know, dog advocate, and she's like, I, I can't believe that you guys treat your dogs so bad, you know, and I'm like, look at your fucking dogs. I mean, all your dogs are slaves, you know, essentially here. <laughs> like, you put leashes on them, and uh, you make them wear, wear sweaters for some weird reason and also like uh here they sell antidepressants for dogs which is surprising wow. it, that is a surprise that is a surprise to me i mean Mind i didn't know that there were dogs depressed you know how do you go a therapy with a dog you know and you come out with that you know <laughs> that outcome like hey you need to take uh um oxycon like you know for your dog like that is weird very weird very <laughs> weird yeah I, uh,
0: I'm amazed that there is antidepressant drugs for dogs. Uh, yeah, that shocks me. I don't know how, you know, your dog's depressed and, and uh, <laughs> how they get the diagnosis, but,
1: <laughs> but yeah, exactly.
0: Another way for big pharma to uh, sell a lot more drugs, I guess. So, uh, um, you, you said that, uh, it's kind of difficult at times to, uh, get emergency response in Venezuela.
1: Hey, I just love how you drive this podcast. That you made, you you did all your homework. You took all your notes. It doesn't look like you're setting me up for a joke. I like that, Darren. I appreciate that. Um, hey, no, um, I'm so sorry. What was what 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 was the subject?
0: Uh, The emergency services. When you want to call emergency services, something's wrong.
1: Who do you call? Right, right, right. Well, hey, um, here in here, you get to call nine one one, right? And like here is. It's easy, right? And it's like a movie, right? Like you call nine one one, and they send you know three fire trucks, uh, fire you know the cops, the ambulances back home. Um, a um. Well, first of all, I have to tell you, our here the emergency phone number is nine one one, but our emergency phone number is five two. Uh, sorry, it's uh zero five eight four two four five seven six asterisk fifty eight twenty four. So I like. <laughs> What? I don't think the government wants to call when we are dying. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like that is weird. And uh, <laughs> also, like there is an asterisk in the middle of the phone number. Like, do you know how hard it is to press the asterisk <laughs> on your phone? Have you ever thought about that? You need, like, if someone cuts your hand off, you are screwed because you need your two hands to just get the asterisk, yeah, right? right. Um, <laughs> well, that. And also, on the other hand, like, like again, like they saying here, far, you know, all this entities back home when you call 911 they send you to jail because you know that's communism so i always tell people like hey these are two guys in a venezuelan jail like hey why are you here well my house is on fire what about you well i got diabetes and we're here in jail right now um oh, no <laughs> <laughs> oh great uh, um that's not good that's not good <laughs> <laughs> well the best part of this joke is that uh, it is true so uh <laughs> What can you do okay a uh, hey not to bring the conversation to a dark place although you really turn off the light there <laughs> i turned off the uh, light for a second there, yeah. <laughs> um a um i forgot what i wanted to talk about um no sorry i forgot my time of thoughts yes keep keep going darren you're doing okay. great all right uh let's start let's keep on the venezuelan differences to canada theme uh, I heard there's a lot of differences in the birds. Right, right, right. Well, hey, um, yes. Yeah, so, um, I have the pleasure to be here nine years, but I just still can tell I'm in a different country every morning when I wake up. Like when you wake up, Venezuela is close to the equator, so you know, like you will hear like we're close to the Amazon. You will hear the these beautiful birds, you know, like. Brrr you know like twitter 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 like awesome right. stuff nice Fine. Right. <laughs> i, like, I he, like to wake up to that every day but yeah right? yeah that
0: twitter yeah here, what's the difference
1: here i <laughs> hey when you wake up at least in the lower mainland in vancouver the first thing you hear is like <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh what is going on out there what the fuck is happening outside and like the seagulls i have no idea what this uh vancouver is like, you know like these seagulls you know that they are like huge they are like dinosaurs here i've never seen seagulls either your seagulls are are a uh are fat or our seagulls really are starving one of those um a <laughs> uh but yeah no that's uh that's that with the bears uh with the bears. um i wanted to touch bases about um oh hey uh i really need to talk spacious about like um uh, do you know when i first came here like it was so hard like uh to ha- you know just to make new friends and make new connections and uh and at the very beginning i remember uh, i used to hang out with uh this woman and this woman it's a like Canadian girl you know like she would take me every Sunday. she would take me to chucky e. cheese all the time and uh and i was just, and i thought like truly i thought like oh this is what these people doing this country they are polite they are nice towards Good. you know outsiders and they take them to chalky cheese okay but then you know <laughs> but like two weeks in like she's like uh two weeks in a friend of mine was like hector she's taking you to E cheese because she thinks you have you are special needs and i'm like oh my gosh this woman <laughs> think i am a slow um so yeah so that's well, pretty much part of my story so um oh, yeah. great oh great that's uh that's not really what you want to hear. Exactly. Right. Like, yes. Well, if I tell you about like, dude, like if I tell you about like, like my, my sexual life, like I call it ESL sex, Darren, like English, okay. in a, like that is weird. You know, when someone is telling you to do something like Hector, do the dog style and you're just, bar- you just bark woof, woof, woof. and it's like, oh my gosh, I am lost yes. in translation. Um, <laughs> What is going on? Um, do you, uh, do you still use Tinder? Hey, I'm Venezuelan. I still use it, right? But I tell you, it, you know millennials, they use different apps like Hinge. They use Bumble. They use you know the men's question for some reason. But um, no, a uh, no, hey, no, I do use Tinder. I still have a lot of faith in Tinder. Um, so weird. Sometimes when you're on Tinder, I don't know if that happens to you. Like, have you used Tinder? Um, uh, did I use Tinder? Um, I.
0: I no, I don't believe so. I I, I was on oh, one of those. Sites spot there. I don't think Tinder. No, I don't think Tinder.
1: Okay, okay, great. Because there is this this feature where you could go worldwide. And I'm like, oh, no World way. Oh, yeah, life. like um make like and it's so weird because it's like, hey, how is your day? And you're speaking with someone in Kenya, and you are like, hey, I'm my day is great. How is your day? Hey, I'm great. And that's the conversation. It's like, wow, someone in Kenya is like someone in Vancouver, you know?
0: Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Holy cow! Um, okay, we have a we have an area here in the city that um, I try to tell all the tourists to avoid. I I I always think that uh, they're going to come in on the cruise ships and they're going to walk out to a road and they're going to look and they're going to be okay. Should we go left or should we go right? Uh, hmm. And they're kind of looking at each other. Oh, let's go left. And all of a sudden, they are in East Hastings. Uh, But I heard, but I
1: heard you're somebody that actually likes East Hastings area. Hey, I I have to say East East Hastings is underrated because for me, like you know, like a lot of people are like, hey, uh, let's just don't go up there. This is gonna be like, you know, like this is gonna be really bad, and I'm like. I love it's Hastings. East Hastings reminds me of uh, South America, specifically of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. If you want me to get into the that's like Caracas, the capital. And uh, and yeah, it's like, you know, like I'm going there and it's exactly like my city. I'm seeing people selling, you know, selling a... Uh, like I tell people, this is like, you know, it's like, I, I feel like East Hastings to a homeless person I think it's like Costco to us, you know? Like like <laughs> you can get anything you anything want, there, you right? Pizza. Yeah. You can Open get like heroin, yes. everything you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, no. So hey, no. I I really love his Hastings. I think East Hastings is great and uh and yeah, it's like home. I, it feels like home. Like the other day I just I bought a washing machine on East Hastings like I I could go online and get it on Amazon, but suddenly, you know, you see a homeless person carrying a washing machine and you are like, Oh my gosh, I got 20 bucks here. I can get this washing machine right now. Um, (laughs) so yeah, it doesn't work, but I bought it. Um,
0: (laughs) there there's quite a bit of difference in appliances. I hear from Venezuela to Canada. You mentioned, you mentioned a dishwasher on the guy's back. Uh, tell us about the differences between the appliances. There in
1: here, yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, um, the um, hey, is it like um, the way I see it is like. I feel that um, here people don't do the dishes. They, you know, they just buy this dishwasher, and like I always tell people, I personally don't like the dishwasher because obviously, you know, it took my job, right? But um, but no, I uh, no, I. We don't have these washers in like Venezuela. Literally, we just have the sinks and uh, and we just have kids. That's what we got, you that's know. And, uh, <laughs> and your goal, that's why That's I tell people like, hey, this is why our families are so big. Because, you know, you need to have seven kids. You need a dishwasher every single day of the week. Those, oh pre- those beaches need to be clean. <laughs> I
0: see. <laughs> that's a good one. That's nice. I love it. Um. Yeah, you said uh, electric kettle. You said... Uh, you know, some of the, uh, other appliances, uh, an electric blender, uh, you just said that just blew your mind when you saw that, uh, we have that here.
1: Yeah. Like, um, well, for example, like I told you about the disk and the kids, uh, here in Vancouver, people are so into gym. It's like super progressive people and they love blenders and they get like, I have a friend, he always has a blender in his backpack for some reason, uh, we <laughs> don't have any blenders. Uh, We don't use blenders in Venezuela. When we want things to blend our food, we just have more kids. It's as simple as that. (laughs) But I tell people, hey, but you can have any kind of kids you want. You can have like big kids, medium kids, small kids. You can bring in the backpack like my friend does with a blender. And uh, And the last thing is like here when people are depressed, when people are down, you go to the doctor. You take antidepressant pills. Like back home, we uh, we just dance reggaeton, specifically Despacito, that puts you, you know, in a, in a great mood. But that also leads leads to having more kids. So you see the problem <laughs> are the amounts of kids we're having. <laughs> <laughs> more, more. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh,
0: did you did you do comedy uh, in Venezuela, or is it something that you started uh,
1: here in Canada? Yeah, no, hey, uh good question. I did comedy uh in Venezuela. I did it uh for three years. Um and yeah, I was kind of like getting good there, but uh yeah, no, I just came after that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh where and when was your first comedy here? Here oof, I do, don't do you know. You remember your first show?
1: Yes, yes, no, I do remember that one. Hey, um it was uh this is how it goes i took ayahuasca in venezuela and then i traveled here and then like two days later i did my first open mic uh and i felt like i wasn't stealing ayahuasca but i didn't uh-huh. uh it was on uh they all i don't know if you if you are from vancouver i'm sure you've known about goldie's pizza have you tried those pizza goldies yes i have yes yes okay great best pizzas in this city anyway so uh the old Goldie's was on seymour uh it had a basement and they used to run like they'd run comedy there for like seven years and yeah i just went there uh when i was like 24 years old and i did my first open mic and how did it feel uh my first open mic was great like i crushed in a place that was full of comedians you know like typical so here's the thing like i ignorance is a blast because when i did it um, you know there is all this culture where you go to an open mic and it's a dark room three in the morning nobody's there is just comedians in there uh, and one drunk person and I didn't in that same place but I didn't know that this is how people feel about comedy here you know like one in the morning on Wednesday but mm-hmm. like I went like oh this is awesome there is a show at one in the morning in downtown Vancouver, and I killed and I crushed Um, and then I did the second one and I realized about the reality But uh, but yeah no great no no that was fun
0: do you, do you remember any uh, particularly bad night that you had?
1: Oh, man, yes. The way, hey, uh, I've been doing comedy for 10 years. So now the way I see it is like I have a year and then, OK, what is what is going to be my best show of the year? And what is my worst one? The worst one so far, oof, um, I still have some bad ones. Uh, Well, the one I can remember is last year. um. I uh, we did this show in Granville at a, an Irish pub, and uh, any what it, it was a place called Donnellan's. Anyways, so we're in this Irish pub, and uh, and I was doing everything. I was hosting. I had my camera. I was filming comedians. Um, I was running uh, the uh, the set list. Um, and well, the the audio of the audio wasn't working. Like the the cable that was connected to the mix board was too short so people were literally just yelling at a mic like this okay. um and and they were very disappointed and they oh um the worst part is when you bomb in front of people you know like that night came like comedians with a special on Netflix right and then they came that night like for some right. reason uh just really special people. And you just, and I just bombed for, and I was the host. so I bombed for the whole show. Uh, the headliner did great, but uh, yeah, I remember that one. That was really bad. Oh, wow. That's, that's tough. Uh, those, those nights have to be
0: tough, but I guess it's a, it's a learning experience, right? Uh, I guess all, every comedian's probably gone through it. Uh, do you have, uh, do you have comedians that you have had as heroes that uh, you looked up to? You thought, when you first saw them, hey, that's what I want to do now.
1: Oof, yes, um, yeah. Well, when I was back home and YouTube wasn't like YouTube now, um, I used to check out a lot. Uh, Dane Cook in his good days, you know, remember like the good days of Dane Cook. Yeah. So um. I perform here in Vancouver. Uh, just an unexpected show at Yuck Yucks one night.
0: Uh, we were going down to see an open mic and just local comedians and he asked the, awesome. uh, he asked the, the host to uh if he could come up and uh, do some of his own material that he was working on and they said sure and boom got to see him here it was it was great.
1: That's awesome. Like that I actually I actually really happy that you got to see him because I really want to catch him right now he has a special out and I think he's gonna tour and I'm planning. But yeah no um and he's not the best comedian but for me when I saw him it's like oh my god this guy's like moving on a stage and he's like really similar to me and I was like yeah I want to do that.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, have you ever been mistaken for
1: a famous person? No, I've been mistaken. Uh, um, I've been mistaken uh, from a janitor, but um, but uh, no, uh, no, never. Oh, yes, The Night Stalker. I've been mistaken by The Night Stalker. If you guys know what that is, check it out on Netflix. Uh, no, I haven't been mistaken. Uh so far, no. The
0: night, <clears throat> the Night Stalker, his name is Ramirez. Uh, what's his first name? Richard Ramirez, Richard you Ramirez. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Uh is he Venezuelan? Hey, I think he's Venezuelan. No, he's Mexican, but um but I have my doubts because this guy, if you don't know who the Night Stalker is, is like a serial killer who will kill his victims, and after killing them, he would go to uh their kitchen to steal their food. So that's what I doubt that uh, he was Mexican, right? It's like, wow, this guy is stealing food. This must be Venezuelan. You know, we need to do some DNA test there. Uh, <laughs> uh great. Yeah. You do not want to be mistaken for a serial killer, I don't think. So no, but I did I did have to tell you when that documentary went vital. And I went on a couple of days on Hinge and those ladies were scared. They were like, oh, my gosh, like at the beginning, I thought you were Richard Ramirez. I thought it was a catfish, you know, like someone is, (laughs) you know, uploading pictures of Richard Ramirez. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, they, they think there's that much of a resemblance. Hey, I don't know whether women are mean or people are mean or whether this is funny. The way I see it is like, okay, let's look at it. This is fun. I'm going to keep moving forward. Cause I just get into my feelings. And then, you know, it's like a one hour of therapy. Well, people are confusing me with Richard Ramirez, but, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go
0: back to the, um, uh, the dating life. Uh, I understand that, uh, you were dating a girl, and then you decided to visit the pharmacy. After, uh, yes. can you tell us about that pharmacy experience that you had?
1: Well, hey, um, when you come to a different country, you are like a baby in a thirty-three years old man, you know, like a five years old asking. So, hey, um, I'm I'm with this lady, awesome woman, you know, like a really, really um, well. Um, well-grown, a uh, woman from Prince George, and right. uh, and yeah, no, and really typical woman from Prince George. Like I always tell people, like, hey, she has like blonde hair, blue eyes, nice. crystal meth, white supremacist. You know, like Uh-oh. she was like oh, my no. kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, what I tell people is like um, so you know, after being with her, uh, one day we had an accident, normal accident. Twenty-three years old guys. Um, anyways, I'm going to these shoppers to uh, cause you know, like. When We have an accent like I, unlike Venezuelans, unlike Richard Ramirez. I want to take responsibility for the food I'm eating, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I'm always like, hey, uh, you know what? Uh, I work hard, I'm gonna buy plan B, you know, we're gonna get out of this together. I always, I, of course, of course, Darren, I, I did my job. Like, I asked her, I really want to have a baby, I really want to stay in this country, but she was like, no, I want my future, yeah, uh, <laughs> not happening exactly exactly that's exactly what she, how she said it um a uh so I was okay no worries so i'm going to these shoppers and um you know and i mean they you know i worked out that i need to go to the pharma- pharmacy counter because she told me that i'm going to the pharmacy counter and i see that there is a guy it was like his first day i can tell english is not his first language mm-hmm. and i'm hector like we're lost in translation there is oh, like great. people around um it's like 11 a.m. on Monday, you know, okay. like, so. All right. Anyway, so. I can, anyway, I can so, picture it now. I can picture yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, so I'm there. The guy's doing his best to help out. He's like, sir, could uh, could you describe what kind of pill are you looking for? And uh, and I tell the guy, hey, man, like, it's the pill you take when you sleep with someone you don't trust. Is, okay. so, so I work it out like that. Some All people right. kind of laugh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like, oh, this is perfect. The guy's like, it makes sense.
0: It. Uh, that that's pretty good. I, that's probably something that you, you might say, yeah, that's a good right? way of sugarcoating it a little bit. And yeah, okay. Exactly,
1: great. exactly. So the guy comes back with penny And <laughs> and then like, dude, like I don't need penicillin. Like uh, I don't think this is gonna be, you know, strong enough. Um to kill a baby i am trying <laughs> to kill a baby and then it's like oh my gosh like people are like oh my god someone is killing a baby. so i took off and i went to a different shoppers and i got my plan b and i saved her future um...
0: <laughs> good good for you <laughs> yeah.
1: all right well uh
0: you go to shoppers very often uh when you have to uh do something like you know shaving hair removal you have to get your you know products uh i guess shoppers is a place that you you go to locally here
1: hey yes no thanks uh thanks for pointing that out hey what i tell people is like um hey um i have this problem where when i'm seen by people like i really wanna look good you know sure. um don't so we
0: don't. right you put on your
1: best face yeah look more very presentable that's that's the best way to be isn't it yeah exactly exactly so you know i'm going with so if I'm going to choppers, like I tell I tell people, like, hey, I grew up in a household full of women. Like I don't shave my body. Like I used to shave my body. We're talking about shaving, by the way, people. And uh, so, like we guys, we shave our body. We, and it's so bad. Like you shouldn't be putting like knives, you know, on your body. Like, um, mm-hmm. and they, So what I'm doing, like, it's I started using hair removal because my mom and my sister they were like, Hector, you're not gonna be a chimp use this don't use your shaving um these you're gonna find this on the shaving needs alley you know sorry the shaving is aisle you know okay. on shoppers and i'm like great they even have a you know like an aisle just for shaving and i didn't know it was a whole universe you know yeah. um anyways um by it's, the way is it, is
0: it is that product uh is that product called nair or something like that is exactly that, that yeah, Nair, okay. nair there right. you got
1: the competitor V, but Nair is amazing okay um so what i do again to going back like i want to look good uh when i go to shoppers i just don't buy near by itself in the same way if i'm gonna buy condoms i'm not gonna get condoms by itself you know i'm getting there and i always get like tampons. that way (laughs) then they know oh man this guy is awesome (laughs) like his his girlfriend must be you know sick and he, he's just <laughs> helping out, right? Um, I love it. <laughs> right, so that, yeah. that's how I do it. Looking
0: think. like you're the great boyfriend buying all the products for your woman. That's that's great, that's smart.
1: It's, exactly. Hey, also like to put our people, you know, I'm already walking this, you know, disability out there. I mean, liability out there. Like, oh, this guy is Mexican. But then you see like a Mexican guy buying there. And tampons. He's like, wow. Well, I don't know whether he's from, but this guy ha- has more manners, you know, than other people. You know, that's right. that's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so yeah. To to go to my point, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to shoppers, you know. And when I go to shoppers, um, I'm buying there. I get married with tampons. Sometimes, like I'm a comedian. I sometimes want to fool around. So sometimes, you know, um, if I'm going to buy in there, I sometimes go to the Canadian uh, Canadian tires, and then you know, like you can buy weird stuff there, like I buy Nair tampons and a shovel. You know, I just show up there. You know, at the cashier, at the guys like, oh my gosh, like, what the fuck is going on? Why do you need a shovel and also, uh, you These know, uh, yeah, and tampons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's what I do. I unfortunately nice. I've bought so you have no idea, Darren, about how many boxes of tampons I have a stock in my place like it is i have my desk a bed and a castle made of tampons you know next to like four shovels you know like it is uh, it tells a story if you go to the room yeah it
0: must must make it hard when you're inviting that tinder date over for a first time and and she comes into your apartment and sees uh,
1: a whole castle made of tampons hey uh when they 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 they're actually excited you know because what i do was like hey just Take some tampons for the row, you know, you never know, right? <laughs> I mean, take some tampons for the row, Free four tampons, you know, I
0: don't know. We've uh, we've had a phenomenal long summer. Uh, It's kind of just went in through September into October. We're supposed to get some rain starting tomorrow and it's going to rain for a while now. But uh, a lot of people have taken advantage of this good weather and went camping. Uh, did you go camping, uh, in the, in the, through the summer and into this, uh, late, uh, nice fall weather we've been having?
1: Hey, uh, camp. No, I didn't go camping. I have to tell you, I'm going to break that. I'm going to break this down to you, Darren. Um, I, I always tell people like, Hey, I don't like camping because I'm not a dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and also like, I don't know, like, I feel like the camping culture here, like. It's people here, you know, they brought like they bring like, you know, the tents and and the little fire and propane tanks, you know, to camping. But like I always tell people like people who do who do camping like, hey, you are going to love Venezuela, you know, seriously. Venezuela is like a big campsite <laughs> and, and it has everything you love about camping, like no running water, no electricity and communism which makes it a great place to, you know, to just disappear for a while. Oh, great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The camper's dream place, Venezuela. That that should be the new slogan. Uh, Come to Venezuela. It's like camping in Canada.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yeah, that should be the uh, the slogan of Maduro. You know, like, hey, come to Venezuela. It's like camping in Canada. That's great. In the summer. Yeah, in brackets.
0: Um, Yeah. Um, Okay, so... I know some single guys that uh, are on Tinder and doing a lot of those dates and stuff, and they also tell me a lot about OnlyFans.
1: Oh my god! Uh, what do you think about OnlyFans? You have an account on OnlyFans? Oh my gosh! No, I really need to create an account to see if someone can't. You know? Have you seen people?
0: Have you seen people around locally? I- I've seen a lot of guys tell me OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Have you seen people? Uh, you know, perusing OnlyFans
1: uh in your circle? Hey, um in my yes, well, I do have to tell you, I um I do have a story with OnlyFans. Like once I was trying to open an account with from OnlyFans, right? And I'm in the Vancouver Public Library. And I'm creating my account, and and then I noticed that it was a homeless person, you know, with all his homeless stuff. And and I noticed that he was using a public uh you know one of those computers in the public library okay and the website he was on was only fans and we're on the same website i'm using a laptop he's using the public library's computer. wow okay. right that's amazing so the weird thing was like for me it was like wow this is really weird because like he was really into fit but he was on barefoot like it's like oh my gosh like this is so weird um <laughs> so i show up to the guy was like hey Hey man, like I noticed you're on OnlyFans, but you're homeless. Like, hey, what can I do to make your life better here? And he's like, um, it's like, do you have any cash? And I'm like, I, uh, I, 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 uh, why are you gonna use the cash for? And he's like, I'm just gonna go a Big Mac, you know, across the road. And then I'm like, okay, great. So I'm giving the, uh, so I'm about giving it the cash. I'm like, hey, how much do you need? And he's like, $9 a month. Motherfucker. He wanted to pay his <laughs> own accounts. You know, that's how he does it. Um, $9 a month. Yeah. I
0: haven't I found out a lot of homeless guys asking for monthly uh, bills, but uh, yeah. Only in Vancouver, only right? Here. Like, yes. Wow. Perfect. Wow. Uh, do you find the comedy here uh, on a very high scale? Do you? Uh, do you work with a lot of comedians? Do you see a lot locally that you 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 know really make you laugh? You, you can see, you know, if they had a if they got a break somewhere, they could go places.
1: Yes, no, the Vancouver comedy scene, it's uh it's a really um it's a great scene. I feel like um at least in, in like in this region in the West Coast, uh is it's really well developed in terms like you know, from this city you got names like uh Ivan Decker, uh, or Dino Archie, Marito Lopez. And so you got oh Yumi Nagashima came from this town too. Um so you got all these huge comedians and it's because it's simple, like uh most of these comedians they move out of these, you know, small towns in Canada. They just come to Vancouver, right. to Vancouver and uh and it's great because the competition is hard. So if you really want to be funny, you really have to be funny. Well, you were on that show, on the Scranny show, which is just headliners, you know, on that show. And and I even feel like I was weaker, right? Because I was like the first comedian there. Mm. Um, so no, the, I love the scene here. I do think, um, you know, many comedians here think that they need to go to LA or to New York. And yes, you need to go there. But when you go to these places, you realize that that is scene is very similar to this one here okay. um so in terms of like yes it's it's a place full of comedians that are just telling jokes the only difference is like you go to an open mic in la and you see like there is a guy with all of them have a net have a ne- has a netflix special right or has like all these awesome credits because the industry is is more is uh, uh more developed yeah. um but yeah no i do i do think like yeah no this is the greatest scene. the vancouver scene, in yeah
0: I, I work in the movie industry currently, and we're called Hollywood North, and there's <laughs> a lot of movies and TV shows and commercials and a lot of things being produced here all the time. And it has been that way for 25 years or more. Uh, do you see that comedy scene even growing even larger here? Uh, because we are that Hollywood North, maybe there are a lot of Americans up here uh, that you know will discover
1: local talent. Hey, um that is a great question, Darren. I I don't know. What I do know is um it's like the um all the system in here, you know, in terms of filming, like yes, like this is a great city because sometimes, you know, uh you find directors or writers and they are just, you know, here, just because mm-hmm. Vancouver is nice. And yes, they they happen to show up to one of to one of your shows, and then you are like, oh, okay, they they hunt all this. T- my apologies, Darren. What was the question? Because I yeah, I forgot do, like my telephone do, uh,
0: Well, do you see uh, local talent agents that are looking to you know find the next comedian, put them into you know new new shows, movies, that kind of thing? Do you see because we are Hollywood North here? Do you see that also being able to blend into the comedy world? Oh.
1: In Vancouver, I I do see it. Yes, I do see that. Um, uh, it's not like the United States of America where I I feel like it doesn't happen as often as there. But I do see that. I just see like an industry that is in de- that is developing and that is working. that mm-hmm. at some point, like in good twenty years, it's gonna be a a good one. Nice. Um. So yeah, have you have you toured across Canada yet? Uh, doing comedy uh i've done i mean i've done i haven't toured completely like officially i'm planning to do that hopefully next year uh but i've done i've done you know i've done some rooms in aragua i've done rooms in uh you know all alberta and uh and yes i've done a few shows in toronto too Okay. um so i think yes but i haven't done it like yes that the, that's the uh that's a goal for next year like hey next year i just realized last year that i could just get on a plane and then travel and do it yeah. and i didn't know that i could do that okay. um, <laughs> so yeah okay uh what about the us have you performed uh uh in the us um no not yet mm-hmm. um i um, because you need to be careful, you need some papers, uh, to like, if they see you performing with like a tourist visa or if you post something on Instagram, like pff, it's a, uh, it's a mess for the future. So no, I haven't done it, uh, in the States yet. Uh, but we'll go there soon. Yeah. Uh, Seth
0: Rogan's a, a local guy here and, uh, he has had a meteoric rise in his career. He actually grew up just a few blocks from where I'm sitting right now in my studio uh, he's been able to have such a big career. I really suggest trying to get in touch with him. Uh, he is very open to talking to local guys here that need a break, need an opportunity. He probably will be able to point you in a good direction. I, I, I really recommend reaching out and trying to get
1: a hold of him. Okay, who's this friend, Derek? Oh my gosh, Seth
0: Rogan. Do you know?
1: Oh, about- Seth Rogan. Okay, yeah. you were talking yeah, you about. Know. Okay. You know, that will make sense, of course. Yes, the great yeah. safe road. Is he your friend? Just no, I, I, I wouldn't consider him my friend, but
0: uh, he just lives a few blocks or he just grew up a few blocks from where I, I currently live. Uh, I see him locally here all the time making awesome. new movies. Uh, he's he's hit him and his creative partner spend a lot of time uh working here. Uh, they they use a lot of their uh years that they grew up here and and make it into the movies. And uh, it's, uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, really has helped a lot of local guys, you know, try to break it, break into the comedy world a lot, a lot more.
1: That's awesome. Yes. I mean, Seth Rogen is the man. I I, I feel like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard his first movie he wrote it when he was uh, 17 or 18 years old with his best friend. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, Seth Rogen. Uh, by the way, huge shout out to Seth Rogen. And I just want to. Let people know to get his book, please. It's called Yearbook. Please buy it. Nice. Um, hashtag follow Steph um, <laughs> Have you uh,
0: have you read a lot of comedy books that you, uh, you know, that you recommend that uh, you think people would love?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I love reading about comedy like I'm a nerd for sure. Uh, not a lot of comedians like like reading books but yeah so if i were to suggest a book please buy poking a dead frog um it is a book made by this writer called uh and i got it here mike sachs so the book is divided like in every single chapter is divided like in three parts one is called hardcore advice so you get people like that diablo cody you know who wrote juno and uh Seth Rogan is also in that book. Uh Amy Schumer, and they are just giving writing advice. But every single line in that book, every single line of those because like, it's like one paragraph. So every single word is like well thought. Okay. Um so yeah, and it's it's super easy to read because it has interviews. It, it also explores, you know, if you are into writing, how to write jokes, and it tells like really cool story about how different people got casted on some movies. Nice. Um so yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, parking a dead frog for sure.
0: Okay um finish this line i am a comedian
1: because i i am a comedian because oof, so many tag okay so hey i'm not a comedian because i love making people laugh making people laugh because i don't like taking things too serious nice um and I am a comedian because I'm pretty sure I have a problem. Like, you know, like I put shows and it's like, oh my God, nobody shows up, but I still do it. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, yes.
0: Nice. I have a
1: problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you do you think you're
0: uh funny funnier uh in Spanish when you're in Venezuela? Do you uh, do you think uh where do you think you're funnier in, in Spanish or English? What what's uh what where has that tipping point been?
1: Yeah. A uh, well. Hey. Um. I started doing a spa doing a stand-up in Spanish here actually in Vancouver. Um. There is a Spanish and there is a Spanish community like a comedy community here in Toronto and also it's like a huge market in the states. But nice. no, I started doing it again last year after doing a stand-up in English for like eight years, and it's amazing. Like in Spanish, I feel like I feel like it's like you have like you have a scooter and you have an electric bike and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to drive a scooter today. You know, English, like, you know how everything works, but do you have the electric bike, which a little bit of a little bit of effort at the beginning and it, it just flies up. So, nice. yeah. Um, but I really like in Spanish, like in Spanish, I feel like I'm funnier than in English. Cause I, I feel like I have more freedom and I'm not into like a structured jokes. Like I can just talk and, and for some reason, like people laugh, which is good. Um, but yeah no I find like no my first language yeah is funnier than the than the English one for sure.
0: I see yeah I was wondering I I, I thought about that uh when I've seen a lot of other comedians that uh, English is their second language and, and just wondered uh, yeah it would be nice if I I spoke that language and be able to yeah see them uh, actually uh, do their stand up in their own native language. Uh, I heard you're part of a comedy group at times. What's the group called?
1: Yes um I well right now I am part of uh it's a project I uh, I have with my business partner. It's called the Comedy Tent, and mm-hmm. uh, and the Comedy Tent is um we I hear this idea from a comedian here in I don't know if you know her, but her name is Sharon Mahoney. If you know, if you don't know who Sharon Mahoney is, by far I I have the feeling, and it sounds sexist, but I have the feeling that she's the funniest female comedian alive right now. Really? Uh, like, she's really funny. Uh, but anyway, so she got funny because she... Can you, can
0: you say her name one more time?
1: Oh, yeah. Sharon. Uh, Sharon okay. Mahoney, Mahoney. Sharon Mahoney. Okay. Mahoney. Thank you. Yeah, that's a translation. Thank okay. you. All uh, right. uh So um, uh, Sharon Mahoney Gwan, Uh At Sharon Mahoney won. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, hey, no. Um, but Sharon Mahoney, she got really good. Because she did comedy in Australia. What she did, she does in Australia that doesn't mm-hmm. happen here. In in at least in Vancouver is uh, she sets sets up like uh, apparently that's famous uh, in Australia. They have like these big spaces where you can set up tents, and in those tents ha- there are shows. There is a uh, cabaret, there is a standard comedy, there is people dancing, and 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 there is also alongside along well in in the semester of those shows that's where the fringe happens so it's like a huge thing where people from the fringe in Adelaide they come after those theaters after those and they go into these tents so meaning that if you have a tent you could literally do like eight shows a day right because you are just waiting for people to get in right oh awesome right you're 30 minutes and she got really good of course like how she's so funny of course she she was doing like nine shows Five days a straight. So it's like oh, 45 man. shows oh, a right? Wow.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. hard
1: to do as a comedian, I'm sure. So incredible. Exactly. Yeah. So so for me as a comedian, it was like, wow, if I just go out every night, like I'm essentially doing five minutes, right? Uh waiting all this long to do five minutes. How can I optimize my time? And um, and anyhow, yada, 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 we bought the 10. Um, we we, you know, we kind of we already have like uh my business partner and I, we already have our ways to calling people to the tent we give them uh we're sponsored by Ballywater. water so we try to find sponsors like red truck or like a good beer so and it's everything is like hey uh people come in when they come in we give them a beer we gave them a snack from another sponsor and mm-hmm. they enjoy the show and it's like a 40 minute show and oh. then they are gone oh. and uh yeah anyway so this is sorry you are driving darren my apologies
0: no 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 i was just uh, that's that sounds amazing I, I i'm really interested in that uh how how often are you doing that now and where and where is yeah.
1: it yeah yeah no we're doing this every sunday from 12 p.m around from 12 p.m to 6 p.m in Kitsilano on Kits on Kits beach that's where we sorry uh special effects uh <laughs> that's where uh where we set up uh, the tent there. And uh, now we are uh, and we are accommodating the tent for the winter. So we are getting like heaters and chairs and stuff. Oh, and that's so, great. yeah, so people can actually have a great time, right? That's wow, crazy. that
0: sounds fantastic. Uh, Kitts Beach is just a few blocks uh, this direction from me. Uh, Seth Rogen grew up over here. Kitts Beach just over here. So uh, this is a Comedy Central, I, I think. That's hey, nice. that,
1: and I heard that Jim Carrey has an apartment on... Uh, in Quetzalano, you know, like on the English Bay Area, like I heard like he has an apartment. So I always, every time I go there, I'm always like watching like, where is this guy, you know? He's going to show up one day.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh Do you ever do improv comedy?
1: Yes, I did improv uh back home for, before doing a stand-up, like I did it for four years. That's how I got into a stand-up. Okay. Um, But I did it in Spanish. I did try to do it like I, t- I took here a couple of workshops, but yeah, no, I wasn't never into it here. Okay, there, uh, there's
0: there's a big one that happens on Granville Island every weekend, and and uh, I wondered if you had ever. Yeah, oh, that's the
1: Canadian, do... the Canadian, um, the improv flick. No, uh, the they Canadian... do uh,
0: theater sports.
1: I believe it's called. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I haven't so, gone to that one. I heard like it's really good. Yeah, uh, a lot of people
0: love it. I know, I I know some, you know, big. Uh, lots of my friends just uh, yeah they recommend it and they go as much as they can. And uh, it's be it's quite the uh, different genre of comedy. Uh, you know, you have to sort of follow. You have to be really
1: alert and be following uh, and-, and catching the jokes because they come fast and furious. It's the best comedy. Like it's yeah, you need to work in teams and it's super nice and you have to say yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so you have a Netflix special. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's called The Night Stalker. Please check it out on Netflix. Yeah, for episodes. No, that's not right. No, I actually know that's part of the joke that I tell when I tell The Night Stalker. But no, I don't have a special okay. Netflix. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, have you been on the CBC comedy specials? Have you uh, uh, been able to? Yeah, The Gems, right. I think that's called. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, no, oh. I haven't been there. No, no, no. Okay. Hey, what you get, you know?
0: I was told, yeah, I, I was told that. That you were, but uh no big deal. That's- no, that's
1: the other guy. There are two Latinos. Uh, <laughs> there is one Marito Lopez. That's the one who's in Oh yeah.
0: Marito Lopez. Okay, that's the guy. Um uh there is a local group here called Latin Coover. Have you heard of them?
1: Oh, yes, yes, Latin Coover, of course, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. And have you have you participated in some of their events? Yes, that's why and you remember I told you that I did a, a standard in Spanish again here. And that was the organization who made that happen, um, and uh, and it's actually really cool because like I didn't know like here there are few comedians who speak Spanish, meaning that you know like they hired a comedian like a, someone super famous, right? And mm. they put a show in a theater here, and it feels like you know five thousand people, and it could easily be filled out. So there is a need for spanish comedians like because right? it's like oh my gosh i just did a show for like too many people because there is nobody who could do it right I see. Uh, so it's a great opportunity yeah uh
0: we have a lot of uh we have a lot of gyms here uh vancouver is pretty well known for people trying to keep in shape uh you look like you're in good shape uh have you uh have you approached uh many of the gyms to uh you know see uh about membership and uh Keep you know making sure that everywhere you go, you you have an ability to work out.
1: Yes, yes. No, hey, uh, I need to work out. If I don't work out for some reason, like um, I don't know, I just started smoking more weight for some reason. Like that's what I found out. Um, I don't like working out. Like people think when they see me, oh, you have hey, Hector, you're working out. But it's like no, it's suffering. You are suffering for an hour, and I'm doing my suffering so I don't avoid being fat. You know, when I turn like fifty, um. But uh, no, I do my daily doses of suffering. I actually did my suffering before coming in here. You know, I was running on that thing. Oh, this is going to end so soon. That's why my, my brain was just yelling at me, you know, the whole time. Like, stop, stop, stop. Don't go. Don't go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do like the gyms here. I, uh, I, uh, I. you know what I don't like about the gyms here? Like, it's so weird because it only happens in Vancouver, where I think it also happens in Alberta, where, you know, I got into the stiff Nash and... Uh, And the guy's like, hey, with the membership here, you can work out anywhere in Canada. And I'm like, no shit. Like, I'm going to do legs in Burnaby, you know, my shoulders in downtown. And then I'm going to go to Toronto, you know, to do my fucking bats, right? Like, that is weird. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's how it works.
0: Wasn't it wasn't a selling point from Steve Nash's fitness world uh, that
1: you could work out body part? All over Canada. Exactly. It's like, oh my gosh! Like, why? It, like this. The salesman point. You can work out anywhere. Like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna do my my arms, you know, in Surrey, and then I'm gonna go to Coquitlam and do my butt. Like, that's not gonna happen.
0: It must be nice to be a comedian and uh, and just be uh, you know just having just so much money thrown at you all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, look at look at the size of the building that's behind you. Uh look at the size of the building that's behind me. Uh I I think I might get into comedy. It looks like you've got a, a 10,000 square foot place behind you.
1: Uh, wow. tell me about
0: what it's like to be so rich.
1: Well, hey, uh being so rich. Oh, dude, this is like my job. Look, I mean a cubicle. It's so sad. Look my cubicle. Does if I show you the cubicle of my of my Look at this. There is a guy there who has like I don't know if you could see the it's like a china closet like there. Right? Like oh, no. like, <laughs> like mine is like an empty. Like it's just great. It's like I don't, you know, like no, I no. did my Q3 today. I did my presentation to important people. Like I just wanna, you know, take Live off. The high uh, life. Live in the high <laughs> life. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Uh yeah. So uh no, so what can I tell you about this call center? Um well There is, there is, um, as you can see, there is a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Flurry of activity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Where are
0: the people, um, working from home? Um, uh, where can people see you over the next coming weeks? Uh, do you have uh, something you can pull up and and tell your schedule? I'm going to post this uh, pretty darn soon, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. And, uh, uh, where can people see you locally if they'd like to catch some of your act?
1: Hey, yes, I was gonna share my screen, but no, this is too late. But hey, no, yes, I'm recording my. I'm recording. Uh, well, first, first of all, we have the Comedy Tent every Sunday. Awesome. If you really wanna catch out, just go on Instagram and follow the Comedy Tent. It's that simple. Um, now, um, I do have shows like every week, but the most. Uh, I think the important one is uh, I'm recording my first. Comedy album at the Havana Theater on December 1st. First day of December. Wow. Uh, it's only $15 if you're reading this podcast and giving you a code Rivas, R for Romeo, I for India, V for Victory, A for Alpha, S for Sierra. Rivas, five dollars off December 1st. Um, and yeah, no, I'm very excited because yeah, it's the first comedy album. So yeah, it's like it's like, yeah, let's see how that goes in the metaverse, you know? Um wow. wow. That's great. Good for you. You must be excited. I am really worried, Darren. You have no idea about the amount of people I need to control to make this happen. And the worst part is, like, I'm paying for all this. So I've been thinking the whole time, what am I even doing this? But, you know, like, that's what people do, comedy. Um. So, <laughs> uh, Havana Theater, that's the one on Commercial Drive. Is that correct? That is exactly right, yes. At the Emblaid Havana Theater. It's a beautiful theater, super small. I'm sure people are going to have a lot of fun. And I have to say... Uh Ed Hill. You, if you don't know who Ed Hill, I need this is super important. Ed Hill is opening for me. Ed Hill has a special on Amazon and uh, Apple and Apple TV called uh, Candy and Smiley. He's one of the best comedians out there, one of the fewest comedians in Canada who also tours in the States. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a good night. That's all I'm trying to uh, sell to people here.
0: And uh, how can people find you social media wise? Uh, What's uh, what are the addresses?
1: Yes. uh, Follow me on at Hector is nuts on Instagram. Uh, Hector is nuts. I'm also as Hector is nuts on Twitter. Uh, Find me on YouPorn as Hector Rivas. It's like put it easy there. I made it easy for people. No, but uh, so Instagram, Twitter. Oh, I'm I'm on TikTok as uh, Hector is on TikTok. Is it? um and yeah instagram that, that that um i'm gonna have a website in january because that's when i'm gonna sell the album so right. i'm not gonna say the website right now but yeah
0: nice. nice wow well this was fun uh this was really fun did you have anything prepared that uh, we didn't get to
1: anything prepared um I never prepared that. That's the problem. Some okay. people call it, hey, no, that's where comedy comes from. But it's like, hey, hey, that it is a problem. No, I, I am good. I, I really mm-hmm. have a lot of fun, Darren. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I have to say, this is the part where I said thank you. So so thanks for having me on. I also like you're a great host. Thank and you. yeah, I'm looking forward to follow your content. You are super awesome. Thank you. Yeah,
0: it was a pleasure. I was really excited to get an opportunity to chat further with you. Uh, love your comedy. Uh, just can't wait to see the meteoric rise of you uh, up through the <laughs> comedy world. Uh, can't wait to come down to Kitts Beach and see you, see you at Havana. Uh, yeah, good luck in, in all you do. And uh, thanks for making people laugh locally around here. I can't wait till you get to m- make people laugh across this country, across this continent. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Uh, I can't wait to see you again very soon.
1: Thank, uh, hey, um, I'm going to cry after we stop recording, after we record, because yeah, because uh, I have problems. But uh, no, uh, Darren, a, uh, thank you so much for the kind words. Yes, uh, please uh, stay in touch. This is awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, if you're not watching this podcast until the end, you are such a piece of shit. Seriously. <laughs> I have to tell you that to you who are not checking this out. Um, <laughs> Okay,
0: stick around. I'm just going to say goodbye, and then uh, I want to uh, talk to you as soon as we finish recording. So uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Really appreciate the support as always. I uh, want to thank our partners and sponsors. We uh, we we love all of you, and uh, we appreciate uh, the support. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, hit the like button, and uh, we will see you again soon. Take care of yourself, and, and bye for now.